0: Hello and welcome again to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, enjoy more money. And uh, today I want to talk about tax returns because in the UK, the the last day to file a an online tax return is the thirty first of January. You you have a, another deadline uh, back in October where you can file a paper based return by the the end of October. But you know you don't have to wait until the end of the year. You've got the whole year from the from the 6th of april of 2019 to file your tax return and the the final day the final final day is the 31st of january and yet last year one million people missed the online deadline the online tax return deadline and they would have most of those would have had a hundred pound fine uh which, which uh sounds to me like a 100 million pounds for the for the tax people just in fines automatic fine you know you just get that you pay it and then it goes on and on if you don't r- return do your tax returns you know penalties start uh, kicking in at 10 pounds a day and and so on um and and you, you know to be honest you don't really want to be coming to the attention of the hmrc or uh internal revenue or whoever the tax people are in your country you don't really want to you know be flagging up you know, as a late payer, you know you're you're one of those people. You're always getting behind. You've been fine, because then they're more likely to come and sort of let's have a look at them. Why are they always late? So the best thing is to get it done early. Now, seven hundred thousand returns were filed on the last day, on the very on the very last day. I mean, they're all taking a chance. Now, I have got to hold my hand up. I've done this myself. You know, I've I've actually been on to the accountant and she's asking for last minute things and i've said all right there it is and and you know that the the tax returns have been filed on the last day but why do we go through this why do we you know go through this pain um every year why is it left to the last minute now we know that a deadline is something that gets us motivated doesn't it certainly with me like if you have to hand in an essay or you have to do anything it's always the last day that we get that done and uh, it's somehow that deadline gives you that motivation to, to get it done. But I'm going to give you a few tips really to avoid uh, having that pain of that tax return deadline or missing the, the return and getting the fine or coming to the attention of the tax people. And first thing I would say is um, if if you're lazy or you're just disorganised with your paperwork or you don't like getting all your receipts in, in one place, there's, there's easier ways of doing it. First of all, you can use... One of the software applications like Zero, uh, there's loads of them. I don't want to plug in any, but there's loads of tax. There's loads of tax software apps that you can that you can use to just either take a photo of the receipt that you get. Uh, and then you, you know, it automatically goes on to a spreadsheet so that you've got them all in one place. I, I keep a spreadsheet, but it's, it's still a pain in the neck really doing spreadsheets because sometimes you get an email about uh, something and that's your invoice and you have to then open up the spreadsheet. But there are easier ways of doing it. There's lots of apps out there to help you do it. Now, secondly, you could also hire a bookkeeper. Now, hiring a bookkeeper in the UK could cost you, you know, 20, 30, 40 pounds an hour. Uh, when I had a business, we hired a bookkeeper who used to come into the office and, and put all the stuff on a, on SAGE program, which was I, I never understood. And in fact, we lost a load of information because the bookkeeper left and we couldn't access it anymore. So, um, but there are a lot more simple applications than, than SAGE and most small businesses don't need SAGE. Uh, you know, it can be done much easier or a simple spreadsheet. But hiring a bookkeeper online a virtual bookkeeper that you can find from sites like upwork or paper hour and, and there's lots of different sites you can use where you, you can hire a bookkeeper for for as little as uh six dollars an hour uh and, and and that that some of these people who are six dollars an hour okay they're abroad they're not going to come to your house and do it but you, you know you just have to maybe send them a photo of a receipt and and they'll do your bookkeeping for for, for six pounds an hour and some of these people are are actually chartered accountants based abroad they might be based in India or something but they pass the ACCA they're chartered accountants they're more than qualified to to fill in a spreadsheet or or populate zero or even sage you know they can do all of that they could even file your your tax returns for you now the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant well the accountant is is a qualified accountant we don't have to be uh uh Uh, qualified to actually call yourself an accountant but if you want to be a chartered or certified accountant it would take probably five years of study and a lot of work to to become qualified and and they can uh, give advice to you tax advice uh, as well as uh, filling in your tax returns, but that's the least of their jobs. They're they're interested in bigger fish. So actually, compiling your books and compiling your figures is usually the job of a bookkeeper, or as most people will just do it themselves. But if you don't like doing it or you haven't got time to do it, or you're running a busy business, then you know find a way of getting somebody to do that for you. And one way is to to have a virtual assistant, uh, which you know you can search for bookkeepers, and there's thousands of them out there that will uh, do this job for you. And you know save you that save you that pain. Uh, the other thing you can do is automate your system so that you know you're not continually chasing money. you collect your money up front, you charge up front so that you've got the money in the bank. it's on your, it's on your books, it's on your sheets and you know it's there. you're not chasing up money and finding out who owes you money and that sort of thing. And I, I give the example of my my plumber guy that comes around to, to, to do stuff. And he never charges up front. He, he he even put a boiler in for a friend of mine, which, which the boiler alone cost uh, you know a thousand pounds and all the stuff. And he's put the boiler in, and and he didn't charge up front. He went out and bought the boiler and everything. And I don't think uh, it's, he has. She's hasn't had an invoice yet. So you know that's crazy. He's he's got cash flow problems immediately, and and when he comes around to do a job, he always says, "Well, I'll pop an invoice in the post." So he pops an invoice in the post, and then it's got. Uh, his address, and you have to send him a cheque. I think now he has moved on slightly. He does actually allow you to pay the money into his account from, from your uh, phone app. But before, he used to have to send a cheque to him. And then he has to go down to the bank and bank the cheque. Then he has to, you know, record that he's had that money in. And, and you know, he's sitting at home at night doing invoices. I mean, he works bloody hard, this guy. He's he's out at 8 in the morning till 6. He's so busy, you can never get hold of him. But then he's got to come home and do his invoices and his book work. So, you know that, that seems to me to be crazy. I've said to him, get yourself a credit card machine because I know another guy who's a locksmith, very successful locksmith. He's got two shops as well, selling all sorts of stuff and locks and keys and all that stuff. And he, he comes out to do a job. Let's say you get locked out or you want a lock change. He comes out, he's got everything on his van. He doesn't have to go running back to Wix and all this sort of stuff. He's, he's, he's organised, he's got everything there. And he says, right, here's the lock. He gets his, he's done the job in about 10 minutes. Then he says, here's your bill. And, and he's got his credit card machine in his hand, or you can pay him cash, obviously. He's got his credit card machine. You put the, the, the card in, it's done. He's happy, he's got his money. I'm happy uh, that I've I paid it and I don't have to worry about getting an invoice and forgetting it and writing out checks and paying. You know, I'd rather just do it there and then. And he is really organised. He doesn't look stressed. And, you know, the point is he's got the money up front. He's not going to be chasing people. You know, because... Uh, if you've got cash flow problems in your business, that means you're always catching up with things, right? Because you're laying out for materials, you're you're, you're spending your time and, and then you're chasing people for money who, who may or may not even pay you. I had a builder once that did quite a big job for me and he never asked for any up money up front. He never even sent me an invoice for about six months. And then he said to me he was owed £100,000 by another customer that that uh, so he said they're taking me for a ride i said why don't you charge them up front why didn't you charge for the materials at least he said well you know they i said why don't you charge me up front he said i've got an honest face <laughs> well anyway i paid him so don't worry uh, but that to me seems bonkers in in business so so there you go so i i would say use one of the apps so that you're not late with your taxes all the time because a lot of time it's to do with compiling the information and getting it to your accountant or, or maybe getting it so that you can put it on the tax return and I would recommend using someone to, to file your tax return you don't doesn't have to be a chartered accountant it can be lots of there's lots of tax services that might only charge a couple of hundred quid to get your tax return in so it's done correctly and you know I wouldn't attempt it myself so I, I, I would definitely recommend that secondly Hire a bookkeeper if you need, if you don't have the time or you don't want to do it. I, I hate paperwork. I hate those sorts of things. So I'm, I'm hiring a bookkeeper to do it. And it's a, it's a virtual bookkeeper that will cost me about 6 to $10 an hour. And you don't need them for every hour, do you? You might need them for a couple of hours a month, maybe one hour a month. Uh, you, you don't need to, to have these people full time. So you, you send them all this stuff for that month. They'll tell you how much time they've spent on it, maybe an hour and a half, two hours. But it's not a lot of money, is it, to get it done properly. And the third thing you can do is organize yourself so that you've got a system for charging and collecting money so you need uh, a system that generates invoices because i mean this plumber guy he generates them i think just on on a word document which is, is a lot of work um, and it's, it's inefficient so find an efficient way of generating your invoices and charge up front don't you know i, I know another guy he, he's uh, an immigration advisor he, he said, no, you can't charge up front. People haven't got the money. I said, well, why are you doing the bloody work? If they haven't got the money, why are you taking on the work? He said, oh, they'll pay me monthly. And now you look at him, he had he had £40,000 of outstanding debt because he wasn't charging up front. And he was believing these sob stories that people haven't got the money when a lot of them have got the money. Because when I was in business, and people said haven't got the money. I said, well, come back when you got the money. And some of them come back within half an hour with the money. So that you know, they'll always spin a line to sort of, if they can hold back that money, they will. And, you know, once, they, once the job's done, their, their motivation to pay you is diminished by about 100%. So when you're up there, uh, your motivation is high when, you know, you've got to get that tax return in, uh, you've got to get this work done, uh, you know, your your pipe is gushing water out of the ceiling and the plumber's there and said, right, the, the, the fee is £200. Are you going to pay him? Yes, you'll bloody pay him. But if he goes and does the job, and then he goes off, and then sends you an invoice three weeks later when it's all dry now, you might say to yourself, well, oh, that was a lot of money, 200 quid, 200 pound, and it took him five minutes to turn the stopcock off. I could have done that myself. Well, yeah, but you didn't, did you? So... The, the, the motivation, the propensity to pay you diminishes after you've, you've had that job uh, and it diminishes down to zero to, to the extent where they think it's unfair what you charge them. So charge up front, get paid, pay yourself first, don't wait for people, don't give credit. You know, you're not a bank. If they want credit, tell them to go to the bank or get a credit card. That, that's the one, that's the people who give credit. I'm not a bank, I'm not a credit card company. All right, that's my little rant on getting paid up front. Um, so those are the tips there. A couple of other things happened today. The coronavirus uh, virus has hit Chinese uh, stock market. Now, if you invest in Chinese stock market, which I do, you I don't. But their stock market has taken a dive due to this coronavirus. I think the stock market has been closed due to the Chinese New Year. But it's started to hit the world. There's a pandemic on now. Um, in fact, while I'm talking to you, I should be wearing my mask, but I, I won't for now. Um, so... You know that that but the chinese central bank are going to apparently they're going to put a couple of billion dollars into the uh, the stock market to keep it going now th- this also worries me that all these central banks in europe and america and japan and now china are pumping billions into the stock market and that's what germany did in the 1930s they, they did something called printing money now they call it quantitative easing they printed money and what did you get hyperinflation i don't think you can artificially store up the market you can't artificially shore it up you can't artificially keep the market high you know the market is the market if you keep trying to pump money in then you're going to be like this erm crisis when we we try to to hold the pound and and the the pound got broke by a guy called george soros he broke the pound against against the uk because it, it it made sense on a business front we just couldn't keep that pound up and then we come out of the european exchange mechanism and things got back to normal. We didn't join the Euro, thank goodness. Uh, and, and that's why we're able to, to pull away from the, the, the European Union without having to un, un, untie our currency. And life is getting back to normal today, isn't it? Um, now, if you listen to this in a few weeks time, I'm sorry, but as of today, it's the Monday after Brexit day and the world doesn't seem to have caved in, does it? I, I, I went down the supermarket and there was bread on the shelves and there was food there. I was surprised. I thought we were going to have a massive food shortage. You know, I went to the chemist to buy some paracetamol and there was still stuff on the shelves. There was medicine there. I thought we were going to have a massive medicine shortage. You know, if you want to buy, you can even go out today and buy a sandwich. There will not be a sandwich shortage. And the world hasn't collapsed. In fact, you, you have been nice to us. They're saying, oh, Britain, we love you. You know, you did so much for us. We're sorry to see you go. Well, why don't you tell us that before? We may not have left you. No, seriously... That they are being nicer, And so Michelle Barnier said, we can have a trade deal. Oh, we can have a tariff-free trade deal. Having said that, they want our fishing rights. But they're already talking about a trade deal. We haven't even gone into the negotiations yet. People said it couldn't be done. But it can be done. And we can stand as an independent nation and we can prosper as an independent nation. I'm convinced of that. And, and I think in the long run, it will be a good thing. Now, a couple of other things. The city regulator, the FCA, Financial Conduct Authority, have asked credit companies asked not ordered to to go easy on persistent debtors people are always in debt they said you shouldn't charge them so much interest and you shouldn't uh, have these penalty fees you should try and help them oh well i'm sure they'll agree with that won't they Uh, so there are a lot of people in debt and uh, you know it's probably at record levels now and and yet the credit card companies are still charging exorbitant interest rates aren't they i remember when interest rates were 15%, 12%, 10% base rate, 10% base rate, right? So when you've had your mortgage on top of that, it was 12%, 13%. And yet credit card companies in those days charged around, uh, some of them were 18%, 19%, 20%. And now base rates are what? 0.75, not even 1%. And what are the credit cards, cards charging? 15, 16, 17, 18%, some are 40% overdrafts are now 40 percent with the base rates at 0.75 so something needs to be done about that and no wonder people are in so much debt um because they make it so easy to borrow don't they, they call it easy credit when it should be called easy debt you know there's adverts on telly saying you can have an ocean credit card so easy you know and they have music in the background, all cheerful music, while they're saying get an ocean credit card and consolidate your debts and all this sort of stuff. They make it sound so easy that you know, people are sucked into this and they don't realise it. It can be very difficult to pay that back and it can take years. So there you go. Um, that, that's all for now. Charles Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, enjoy more money. So make it this year that you are going to get yourself organised get your tax return done so that next year you're not in this panic and these are for the you know the 10 or 11 million self-employed people uh, and people who are on higher rates of tax that may have to submit a tax return not everyone has to submit a tax return by the way if you're normal PAYE basic rate taxpayer you probably wonder what I'm talking about what's he talking about a tax return you only have a tax return if you've got you know a certain amount of investment income or you've got property income or you're higher rate taxpayer, or you're self-employed. But once you fill in a tax return, they, they keep sending them to you. They don't let you go. You can't leave. You, they're like the Moonies. You, you can join them, but you can't leave. They'll always know where you are, and they'll always, they'll always find you. That's the tax man for you. So thanks for listening. Have a good evening. And, uh, you know, if you need to go out and buy a sandwich, there's plenty left, so don't get into a panic buy. Thanks for so much. Bye for now.